Steal this sermon number 11, Uncle Bob's Ten Commandments. Since it's an absolute must to have a terrific story to go with ultimate truths, think Moses on Mount Sinai and the two tablets and how Joseph Smith, the angel Moroni, and the tablets of gold. Here's Bob's, Uncle Bob's origin story. My dear Uncle Bob was stumbling down an alley behind Hart's Bar in Limerick, Ireland, in a stupor when he tumbled and plunged into a magic dumpster. He woke up several days later with a throbbing headache, clutching two steno pads with matching rainbow-colored covers with a rather odd drawing of a unicorn riding a bicycle built for two. Inside of these tablets were written the Ten Commandments according to Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob thought they were interesting, but not really his thing, so in time he eventually traded them to me for a payment of his $80 bar tab. Now I will share them with you along with my commentary and a bit of Uncle Bob's wisdom. Commandment number one, figure out what in the world you were created for. You were created for a purpose larger than yourself. Your only real job in the three score and 10 years allotted to you is to figure out exactly what your mission is and then to work your butt off to fulfill it. Or as Uncle Bob liked to phrase it, run through barbed wire to get there. He tells me he's done it. What do you do with your life matters to God. Don't let a little barbed wire stop you from doing the thing you were created for. Commandment two, take out the garbage. Regularly examine what things you are spending your time on. Are they directed toward your higher purpose? If not, eliminate them. Every Thursday, pick out one thing that you are going to stop doing. That will give you time to focus on what does matter. As Uncle Bob says, I'll drink to that. Commandment number three, figure out what lasts and what does not last. Ask yourself one simple question. Is what I'm doing today getting me any closer to who I want to be tomorrow? Many pursuits are harmless. They are also pointless. Don't waste your time on them. Your life is a scavenger hunt. Always be on the lookout. Hold on to the good stuff. Dump the junk. Get rid of something, some of it every Thursday. Commandment four, look at the farthest horizon you can see. The question to ask is not, will this make a good, will this make a good day? The question is, is this a path to a happy, purpose-filled life or even to a difficult life in pursuit of a worthy cause? After all, Jesus' path led him to Golgotha. He had an eye on an even farther horizon. Think long. It's always the right choice. Commandment five, when you have to make a big choice, always say, oh, what the hell. Always roll the dice. As Uncle Bob often tells his barmates, the theologian Mae West taught us, whenever I have to choose between two vices, I always choose the one I had not tried before. Life is a carnival. Take the giant roller coaster, not the merry-go-round. You can see your path better when you are a little scared. Number six, commandment. Roll them bones. Make big bets. You got three tickets. Uncle Bob always made small bets. Beer, whiskey, hearts or the alibi in. You can do better. Challenge yourself to try things so big that they are likely to fail. To encourage this, do this exercise every New Year's Eve. Give yourself three carnival ride type tickets. 
Now, carry them in your pocket at all times. These are reserved for your really big, ambitious, with important purposes that seem beyond you and which will likely fail. Yes, fail. Every time you start on a big idea, take one ticket out and burn it. If you don't use all three of them in a year, you aren't really challenging yourself. On the other hand, if two of them are gone by January 5th, you may want to throttle it back a bit. Your life is defined not by your successes, but by whether you are stretching yourself to find and accomplish the purpose for which you were created. This is the first step on a new and better path, even if it fails. Commandment 7. Take notice when life smacks you in the head with a 2 by 4 Uncle Bob strongly likes this one. Live by its truth. Live, he lived by its truth regularly. Let me share with you what he told me. You go along in your life trying to avoid problems, have a comfortable life. How sad that is. The best moments in life, although they usually don't seem like it at the time, are when life smacks you in the head with a two by four and says, hey, dummy, try a new path. This is the wrong one. We humans are like donkeys. You ask them to do something and they just keep plodding on. So you have to hit them as hard as you can, right between the eyes with a two by four. Then and only then are they ready to listen. Think Paul being struck blind. Think of a guy with a beard and great hair shouting to you in your fishing boat. Hey, follow me. Think of a girl who breaks your heart. Think of being fired yet again. Think of a high-speed crash or a heart attack. They are all the chance to reroute, restart, redirect a life that has lost focus. And it's, it's focus and lost its purpose and is wandering in a desert. Time to turn off the autopilot and change your life. Or you could make the change without getting hit by a 2 by 4 although Uncle Bob seems to require it, as do I. Commandment 8. Look for a life partner as early as you can and make sure you have their teeth checked before you marry them. This one seemed odd even to Uncle Bob. No matter how many Guinnesses he threw back, he couldn't wrap his brain around it. Here's my thoughts for what it's worth. One of the first lessons in Genesis is that man and woman are not meant to be alone. Your journey to a meaningful life requires a partner. You are simply not strong enough to do it alone. You will not find your way to your purpose without them. Throw yourself into this most delightful of scavenger hunts to find a partner. You say, okay, okay, but what the heck is the teeth thing all about? Well, Uncle Bob had a theory about this, as he did on most things. Bob told me it isn't about teeth. It's about going beyond infatuation to evaluation. Although Bob phrased it as not thinking with a body part two feet below your teeth, if you get the idea. It's a hell of a long race you'll run together. Be sure he or she is the one you will delight in running with for the very long run ahead of you. Or just maybe that rainbow cover on the steno pads has a secret meaning. Maybe each of us is a weird, awkward unicorn in search of another weird, awkward uniform to ride our bicycle built for two together on our path to the divine. I kind of like that. Commandment number nine, make terrible investments that make no sense. They are the best ones. 
Join the counterculture. Screw wealth. Screw the good life. Do something weird with your life. Have kids, bunches of them. In a material profit and loss statement view, children and dependents are a horrible investment. All expense, no revenue, guaranteed loser. So the commandment's advice is the more the merrier. Have as many as you can. If you doubt me, ask any parent with a bunch of kids which one they would give back. They wouldn't even understand the question. Every one of us finds a part of our best self in nurturing humans who are still early on their path to their purpose. They may be biologically from you, but they needn't be. Keep your eye out for short, sticky humans and awkward, sullen ones. They need you. You need them. Like rescue animals from the dog pound, who is being rescued is open to interpretation. Don't worry about bloodlines. Welcome them. Embrace them. They are markers dropped on the path to your destiny by the Divine One. Number 10. Feed your soul. You are not strong enough to make the journey without divine help. Find your source, be it holy books, the writing of wise men and women, crystals and meditation, church rituals, the lighting of candles. As Uncle Bob would say over the lip of his anchor steam, whatever floats your boat. Seriously, just as your body requires feeding, so does your soul. It is easy to forget your soul. It doesn't growl like your stomach. Wouldn't it be cool if it did? It just weakens dies a little bit if you don't feed it. Start with a simple goal. Here it is. I will never go more than 12 hours without taking five minutes to tend to my soul. This isn't easy, but it's critical. No exceptions. Every 12 hours, it is your top priority. Once you get, once you find this is getting too easy, elevate your game to seven minutes, then 10, then it's addictive and it will make your journey to your next life worth all the effort. So I shelled out 80 bucks to Uncle Bob in exchange for this wisdom. I share it with you for free. It's a great investment. Small humans are even better.